better run. Here they come, they got to blast on us. The black nerds, bloods are rush. I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to Martin and welcome to another episode of Blurs R Us. I didn't check what the number was. I want to say it's like 264, maybe 265. Um, welcome to an episode that I'm pretty sure a lot of people have been waiting for. Uh, we're going to be going over our Wakanda Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever review. Um, yeah. Uh, if you are listening to us for the very first time, uh, we at Blurs Rush have a very unique rating system. Uh, we think something's absolutely dead. It gets bones. Next up is a quarter chicken, half chicken, three piece. And if it's a creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. Um, now, I've already done a podcast with Pop Culture Leftovers where we had, you know, a very Wakanda Forever cast. Uh, it was a, a massively uh, black heavy uh, or African American, as they like to say over there, <laughs> heavy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I know, but you know they like to, some people over there like to call it African Americans, is it? But black heavy podcast. So uh, thank you, Brian and Jake, for inviting me on to be a part of that. Uh, it was really entertaining. Um, literally, other than me and Stephanie um, gave it a whole chicken. Me and Stephanie gave it to the equivalent of a free piece on our podcast so i'm at a free piece uh i want to get mine's surface overview thoughts and his rating and then we'll go we'll go into a little bit more so mine let me know what you thought this movie um yeah i'm giving it a whole chicken um purely because i think the way they handled um chadwick boseman's passing was done in a good light Mm -hmm. um i like the fact that they still kept Wakanda, <clears throat> Wakanda, as in yes, Namor's attack did um, cripple it in some effect, but um, they could still defend themselves for any potential threats that came from over overseas. Um, I just I like that you know everything was done in sort of in, in in a very tasteful way. Um, I know we'll go into more detail; we can uh, debate here and there. But for me, anyway, I felt that I felt like um, the way the the uh, producer just. Handled everything around Chad Boseman's death because let's let's face it, the whole I mean, if if fans had it their way, we would we probably would have gotten uh Black Panther two. Some fans had it, and we probably would have gotten a Black Panther two, right? Mm. Um, and you know the whole talk about who's going to replace Chadwick Boseman, X Y Z conversations. I think this did it in a way that I, I mean, also all, all, all tasteful. I I, so I, I think I think both Marvel and Disney. And also the fandom were too fast. Yeah. Mm. I think in our grief of the situation when everything happened, we were all like, oh my gosh, you can't recast Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Well, you can't you can't re- recast no, T'Challa. No, T'Challa, basically. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but I think as time went on, 
because the decision had already been made and they were basically like we've got to stick with it they were in a sense stuck between a rock and a hard place where they could have in a sense mm. backtrack because i think by the time they got to like uh, filming and production back up again and had rewritten a story and stuff like that i think majority of the audience would probably have been okay because again, initially everyone's like, "Don't recast, don't recast." And after a while, there's petitions basically saying, "Look, okay, I, we know that we said we don't want you to recast, but now we do." And <laughs> um, for for me, I accept that you know they had a you know a very difficult um, situation to have a Black Panther movie without, mm. in a sense, T'Challa's Black Panther. But I think my my feelings is that it was a good movie and not great and it was a great tribute to Chadwick Boseman but I think and it's so hard to without sounding like a dickhead yeah they focus so much on the tributing and not focusing on the plot and story of Black Panther do you know what I mean like sorry I know I've obviously hijacked what your situation but I've watched the movie twice now, innit? Yeah. And you do not get and again, spoilers if you are you're you you haven't seen a movie yet, yeah. You do not get Shuri as Black Panther until an hour and fifty seven minutes into the movie. Which I think I think it's fine because they had a whole load to unpack and you know I get it all I, this I, I, I get it. Just went straight into it, boom. No, I, or yeah, half an hour into it, boom, or forty five minutes into it, boom, Shuri's Black no, Panther. I, I, I think mean, I think on. yeah, I think personally Forty-five minutes to an hour. Yes, we should have got Shuri as Black Panther. I don't think we should have had literally eighty percent of the movie without the titular character. Like again, I understand that T'Challa's not there to play Black Panther, but the mantle of Black Panther is still there and still exists. Like yeah, initially she didn't want to do it, yeah. but the moment she realized that hold on, we can't go up against these people without Black Panther. Let me get my shit together as best as possible. Obviously, again, I understand that they couldn't get the black shaped, uh, the heart shaped herb to you know further down to the movie, but that yeah. should have been brought. That should have been brought up, sped up, and brought to the front of the movie. I I I I disagree because, like I said, um, Shuri. I think so. Shuri for me is the audience because you know during um Chabos was passing and the and the creation of black panther 2 obviously like you said we had people who were going through their own grief with you know mm. um uh, with um Chabos was passing so people who were saying yes recast people saying no recast people saying they should stop they should not do another black panther film should just be with that one people i don't, saying, I, don't well, I, 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 I never heard i never i never the other. sorry i never heard people saying they should never do another black panther movie i didn't there people that. There, there people that, that that said that that let's stop at just as Black Panther. Oh, I mean, no, we saw this one on Twitter and stuff like that. We've, I, th- I, th- I think, we even spoke about it when uh, Trey Boseman had passed away, and um, you were mentioning that this is what people were saying. Um, um, I don't remember that. I definitely remember the, the uh, whole recast and not recast argument. Yeah, there was that. There was definitely that as well. So mm. for me, I think that as the audience watching it, you had to go through a process of, you know, seeing that T'Challa had passed away, seeing how reluctant um she was to, to re- take over the role of black panther because for her it's like this is my brother's role yeah. and you know i'm tired of the old ways she's going through her own grief so she had to go through that so i understand what you're saying we should have seen black panther you know an hour in or whatever the case is but at the same time there's a whole story that needs to be 
that that behind it. I mean, if you want to say that, I mean, this this what I mean by having good characters or or characters who are written well, because mm-hmm. I don't think in in the real world, right? Like, say for example, your father was the owner of uh, of this shop, and he was this big guy and stuff like that. Some people may think that that's big shoes to fill. Um, and oh, yeah. so they need to take time away to, you know, grieve, go through a process and stuff like that. They may get someone who is, um, I don't know, like maybe the VP to come and take over that role whilst you're going through your stuff and mm-hmm. then you come take over, that kind of thing. I think yeah. that's also shown well here. If if it was rushed, I don't think, I don't think I would have appreciated as much because you haven't seen the characters go through their griefs. I mean, the fact that Shuri had her mum tell her to you know burn the morning clothing and stuff like that as she refused to burn it because she didn't she still thought of it as a superstition and all that stuff yeah um you know her her constantly going through um the process of creating the um heart-shaped herb and it constantly failing and then you know what i mean so i think all of it was done in a, in a good way and then you know after um um you know she had basically no other option then she took it on then sorry then she um um consumed the heart-shaped herb mm. and then went through her process there. So I think it was done well. I think if we got Black Panther earlier without all that um, story in between that, I would have felt cheated. Because you have T'Challa, someone who's passed away, main character, stuff like that, right? And then all of a sudden, you can't just throw Shuri in with no backstory or a rushed backstory and then go. Okay, the thing, cool, I, 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 now. I, go go do your shit. Go go fight a war. Come on. I, I I don't no, but this is this is the thing. I don't think like I'm not saying like oh she should have gone Black Panther for the war, but I think like she should have, you know, especially like when the the West were attacking and her saying mm. that oh you know you know you lot think that we're weak because you lost our Black Panther. I think yeah. then that would have been an opportunity to just have a black. We didn't at the time need to know that it was Shuri, yeah. But to just have someone in the suit and having a Black Panther would have been cool. Like some of the without I, any other powers, <laughs> like exactly because yes, that, so someone, I, someone just shows up, no powers. Yeah, because to, like, to be just, honest, yeah, the the Black Panther. Because look how hot, like look, let's look, let's look how hot, how how hard body the Dora Milaje are in it. Like yeah. they don't have no powers. And again, I'm gonna come back to that at the end because that that. All right, so again, the more. You've seen it once or twice, or have you just seen it once? I've seen, I've seen it once. I've seen right. it once. You need to watch it again, yeah, mm-hmm. and watch it again with the mindset, yeah, that in the first movie, yeah, basically like they made Wakanda basically OP in it, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was pretty much nothing that Wakanda could um, not cure within reason, yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously, fair enough. Ch- Chad, uh, T'Challa told Shuri late about his disease, so you can kind of pencil that down to he didn't give her enough notice. Um, yeah, but if you now go in the mindset, yeah, the queen shouldn't have died. Yeah, I yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Was underwater she, a lot. Was was drowned. Was drowning. Drowned. She yeah. was basically had water in her lungs a lot le- less time than Riri Williams, and Riri Williams survived. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, they could have easily whisked her to one of the labs or whatever, or Shuri's lab, and healed her. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that was stupid. Also, yeah, another thing that, that pitch, watching gone. watching the film again, yeah, that this 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 actually and someone else pointed out to me before, like uh, pointed out to me, and I watched the film again for it to be to like for me to be like furious about it, yeah. Shuri is meant to be one of the most intelligent people in the MCU universe, yeah, and yeah. Wakanda's meant to have some of the best tech there is in the MC, in the MCU universe, yeah. All right, mm-hmm. now 
We've got Star Wars. What did they mention? They mentioned Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and I think they mentioned another Disney product, yeah? Cool. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. we, for the most part, yeah, understand, yeah, um, elements, in it, And human, phy- human physiology, yeah? Yeah. In terms of, if you get electrocuted, you're fucked, innit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, so- if you're in a bath and someone throws a toast in that bath... Or an electrical compliance appliance, yeah, you're fucked yeah. in it. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of the movie, in that science scene, yeah, the Dorable Lodge were using electric shock things to paralyze those army soldiers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where was that against the fish people? Especially when they're in the blood clot water. Like the 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 sound thing was cool, yeah. But would it not have made a better sense to have something where, like, it could electrocute, like, in a sense, electrocute them and kill them in the water? Like, yeah, you could argue that. But at the same time, you'd also be electrocuting people who had fallen into the water. And besides, even that, I'm talking about, I'm talking even was also flooded. I'm talking about even before that, though. Are they really going to? Are they really going to be killing off Wakandans themselves? I'm talking about in the final. I'm talking about. I'm talking about for the final battle. So they they had that boat and had the like sonar figgy magic that would um uh what do you call it yeah um mess up their 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 sounds yeah, yeah. and then and then what was done here you know like at the engine there was like literally 10 people alive look how many wakandans died anyway yeah i mean my my thinking is that i'm sure the people also inside inside the inside the ship mm. as in it wasn't just people on the surface i'm sure i mean i mean maybe they could have shown people um within the ship as well who had you know fought to the last stand and that this that and the other but of course they made it that it was about yeah, yeah I, 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 a handful I, of people at I, the top, I, so. I think the final battle it was too choppy between you know what shuri and talakon was doing not talakon um namor was doing because i can't remember i can't i can't say his name what's his real name Untakunan um, or something like that yeah um, let's go. Let's um, let's stick with Namor before I offend anybody. Um, right, let's go. Mm. Let's go. You know, I've got no sense. So let's go back to the beginning of the movie. Um, mm. I f- I thought the way them trying to synth- synthesize or synthetic the heart shaped herb was a it's really nice cool one. idea to um of how to bring it back. I thought that was really a, a nice touch, and it came back to play um towards the end of the movie. Um, I did find it a bit. Jar is not the right word because that's probably a bit rude. But like, mm. we started the first movie with a funeral, we started the second movie with a funeral, and we had a, another funeral in the middle. Like, there was just a lot of funerals in it, and like, I understand paying tribute. I I think having princess oh, princess the queen was it Ramon Ramona, Ramona ha, ha, yeah. having her die as well just felt uh, like in a in a sense one death too far. Um, yeah. if that makes sense, um, mm. and it would have been nice to see, like, is it Angela Bassett? 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 Yeah, she acted her ass off in this movie. Like, she mm. killed it. Yeah, she. If she doesn't get nominated for like supporting act, uh, supporting actor, yeah, then that's a travesty. She absolutely smashed in this role. Um, the Marvel logo just featuring Chadwick Boseman and the uh, um, just the silence, no musical score, no nothing. Like, if I didn't have to pay money to see this film, I think the first time around, I would have walked out like, I knew it was coming, 
Wait, wait, from, oh, the, the the scene. Yeah, the, the whole... Dies. No, you see, um, what, like, yeah, so obviously leading up to that, but then they did the mm-hmm. um, the logo, and the logo yeah. was just Chadwick, the Marvel logo was just Chadwick Boseman, and it was, like, it was silence, yeah. and, like, my cinema was silent, and, like, you know, I started to have tears, like, I, my eyes started to water, man. I was just like, mm. oh, can I, can I get through this film? Because if they started already pulling at my heartstrings, yeah, it's only going to get worse. And they, like, they literally kept on just jabbing at my heart. And I was like, I just felt so sad. Like, it was a tough film to watch, innit? And it was a tough film to rate because I really mm. wanted to love it. Um, but I didn't come out of the film thinking, yeah, I want to see this again, like, on multiple viewings. Right, you just disappeared, bro. You started to do some, some, some ninja shit right there. You just, you just, Sorry, you, you, no you, you just, scratch my shoulder, bro. You just faded completely. I was like, what the fuck is my god? Audit was this. Audit was like literally scratching them. I don't know. Oh, that is so jokes. You like watch it back on the stream later. You just literally yeah. faded. I was like, wait, where did he go? <laughs> um. So yeah, that was a nice touch. Um. I thought the daggers were really cool. Um, it was interesting to see um them like in well not the Dora Milaje embraces a new tech but a, a mm. Necker like trying out new tech and it plays yeah. um it kind of plays a role at the end when they got the the blue angel suits I can't remember what they were called was it the midnight yeah. mid, midnight angels yeah midnight angel yeah, yeah. all right cool so we've, we've we've mentioned a lot so far so yeah. um um so yeah let's start off with, let's start off with you know right at the beginning like you said so i've already said that i i think the funeral scene was done you know, the whole funeral was done very well mm. um as your ba- bastard's passing i mean i just passed bastard's passing happens um you know uh, midway through the film yeah. and i agree with you it was one death too many they should have even if they said she's in some sort of coma maybe coma yeah or, but but not a long-lasting coma do you know what i mean or just you know as if she's resting she's asleep blah blah for you know god knows how long then fine i would have rather liked that but for her to actually just die i'm thinking raw that's like the whole family just gone i mean exactly. you can't do that i mean apparently they can't do that yeah, yeah. It, um yeah i would have i would have preferred it if she was still alive to still give a guiding hand mm-hmm. um uh, with, with, with shuri um just you know past responsibilities even though even if shuri decided not to be queen of wakanda whatever the case is was then but at least she's there in yeah. some capacity mm-hmm. um but to simply have her just go was um yeah i didn't like that for me for me i didn't yeah i didn't i didn't appreciate it um i really like the un scene where they um so what i liked about the un scene was that it showed that obviously wakandans don't just carry all sorts of weapons with them everywhere they go do you know what i mean as mm-hmm. in they have you know your science vessels which are pretty much unguarded from the outside but obviously in the inside you do have um the dora milaje there so i think um, i, I think, to, I, I, think that, that I think that was more of a setup in it i think they got intel in advance that they were going to attack that facility mm. and that's why the dora milaje was there because the scientists uh-huh. were even um dressed up at the the scientists were also members of dora milaje so probably any civilians yeah, 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 i can see that they had got yeah I, out. I can that's 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 definitely that's definitely a plausible yeah. explanation um but also what i like about it is the fact that it's something that western countries do which is again look down because if you have a deposed leader and there's some sort of turmoil within the country no matter yeah. how small they'll capitalize on that right 100%. and then 
um, use that to either steal resources from that from the country or you know plot some sort of coup or whatever the case is. And it harkens back to what um, um, Killmonger said in the early in the first film, where you know he basically did he said and did what he was taught, which was go to a country to stabilize it, mm-hmm. um, and then you know basically <laughs> use its resources. Um, so it's a very very similar play only this time the play didn't work because obviously they were ready for it yeah exactly um, but it was just very cool and, and, and yeah. again I think this is what kind of upsets me a little bit later on in the movie yeah is that it shouldn't this is going to come across so super racist it shouldn't have been blacks versus Mexicans or blacks versus Latinx yeah uh, like it should have been the blacks are the Latinx people against white people because both are in a sense wronged by white people, mm. you know what I mean. Right. Name was. I, I hear the point. I hear the point you're saying, right? So my explanation. So all right, I'll let you finish your point. I'll let you finish your point. Be- I'll jump be- in. Because like in society, yeah, generally, like black people and like Mexicans and other ethnicities, ethnicities, we generally get along in it. Like we don't really fuck with each other in a way where you know we're we're beefing each other in it. But like especially this one, yeah, like I didn't think Namor's motivation was entirely correct. I think his anger was a little bit misguided. I don't yeah. think his anger should have been at the entire surface world. It should have been, if anything, against the Spanish and the Europeans and unfortunately Americans that were, you know, involved in the slave trade and stuff. Because in a sense, Wakanda and most of Africa suffered in the same way that his people would have suffered in. So mm-hmm. it was a bit harsh to like include them in everyone, especially since from the way it was presented was that it was Europe and America that was after Vibranian. It just seemed like everyone else, well, again, we don't know for real, but it just seemed like everybody else was just chilling in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with that one, I'd say that I see Namor's logic because yes, he was wronged by, um, you know, the conquistadors, Spanish conquistadors, Mm -hmm. right? And forced his family and basically his uh, civilization to then move underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, so, from my understanding, is the case that because he so because he aggressively wants to protect his people, any sort of transgressions against one group of people from the surface walls mean that cool they're all out to get it because mm. he because he said that Wakanda had revealed the existence of Vibranium to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. right? And his um, civilization also sat on a large vib- vibranium uh, mine, yeah. um, or minefield, or whatever yeah, deposit. Yeah. Let's say deposit. Yeah. And people were out to get them, and we and we saw that obviously French tried to try to attack Wakanda. Then you have the US, um, um, you know, yeah. agents who are also after. So as far as he concerned, he's saying, "Okay, cool, um, Wakanda, you fucked up because now everyone's out to get me." So I understand with that logic, if he thinks that everyone's out to get them, France, which is in Europe, and then the US obviously mm. in 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 the in North America and all that stuff, right? You're gonna be thinking, cool, the rest of the world is after me. So of course, he'll be yeah. thinking to himself, I'm gonna wage war against everyone. And to do that, he does need allies. And I didn't like the way he tried to strong arm um Wakanda, as a given given Shuri and Queen Ramonda the only two choices which were really choices which was join me and wage a war on the surface world which obviously you guys don't want to do mm-hmm. but i'm doing it as a preemptive attack yeah. um and two 
if you don't do it, I will attack you first because yeah, you are, exactly. Because Wakanda is the only is the only nation that can stand up to. Um, I can't. I can't Tal- remember the name Talacons. of um, Talacons. Tal- Talacons. Talacons. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I'm probably Talacons. saying it wrong, but later Talacons. on, later on is going to be Atlantis. I'm sure in the MCU would make it. Make it Atlantis. Atlantis Rav, do you know too. what? Yeah, like um, I just feel to every time I see, it, I just feel to call them Atlantis in it because they're underwater. But I know because, that they're... because in, 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 in the MCU they do end up being in Atlantis, which is also related to the um, uh, in some way related to the um. Oh, deviance okay. um but, but i'm sure the mc will change will change the story um a bit um mm. in that in that aspect um but yeah so it wasn't really much i mean it was, it was a shitty choice i mean can you imagine yeah, another yeah, nation, going, nation going to another one well i'm going to i'm going to go for a preemptive uh strike on on this nation either join us or be the first to die i mean i'm like what how <laughs> why <laughs> do you I, know what i mean i didn't bring the, the, sorry go on. Mm. i didn't bring Oh, sorry. <laughs> right, I'll, go, I'll continue. Yeah. And the fact that, to be honest, with any other nation, if you had kidnapped someone of, say, the royal family or a member of the ruling um, of the ruling party, right? So say, I don't know, Joe Biden's son, daughter, wife, it's whoever, a right? It's a America, rap. It's a rap. It's war. Was, was, was kidnapped by, let's say, um, a Russian individual, so yeah. or a Russian group, or stuff like that, right? Or all right, let's not use Russia. Let's use <laughs> some other superpower. Let's use let's use the UK. Let's not or, use Russia since China. Russia's fucking up. And- yeah, because Russia's like, no, 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 fucking up all, us all over, right? But like, basically, some other superpower, right? Mm. You be thinking to yourself, that's that's an act of a that's an act of war, right there. Yeah. Then because yeah. you have kidnapped someone, the only reason why you kidnap someone is to hold them ransom for something else, right? Mm-hmm. It can go two ways. Either the either the either the um. Either the wrong nation is going to say, "Okay, we'll do what you want," or nation going to say, "Fuck well, that, we're just going to we're just going to start start a war." Well, that's to, how war start. To, to, to be honest, yeah, in Namor's defense, yeah, Shuri invited herself, and he didn't actually kidnap her. <laughs> he kidnapped her. I don't nah, care. He 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 he, 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 kid, he no, no, no. kidnapped Riri. He no, 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 no. He attacked her from when she was on the bridge, and they were there, and um. She was knocked out. That's an attack. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> that's an attack. Yeah. Anything afterwards, I mean, you have to explain yourself why you attacked her first and foremost, because that's the exact same reason I love that was it. used against against the against the US, where they said you have the prince princess <laughs> of Wakanda, and you set the FBI on her. Mm. That is an act of aggression. Yeah. No. For no, no you, reason. No, you're right. So, um, um, talk, talking so, about sorry, yeah. talking about that scene. Yeah. Um. So hold on. We've done the UN talks. All right. So, for me mm-hmm. personally. The true villain of this movie is not Namor, is not Riri Williams, it's the fucking science teacher. It's a science teacher <laughs> that sold, took her tech and sold it to the CIA, who then obviously went and used it for fuckeries. Yeah, so he is a true mm. villain and he's a dickhead, isn't it? Like, if he just went, yeah. good job, first prize, all right, that's it, it's a wrap. Um, Do you know what, though? That's how, that's how unis operate, though, because um, uh, say Kingston Uni, for example, right? Mm. Anything that so like say i'll use my, my research for example mm. um i study mechanical engineering right mm-hmm. my research would have been used obviously to um to sort of bolster also be, it would be peer reviewed and like that right if we got to a level i have no idea what's, what's happened to my to my uh to my dissertation right but it would have been peer reviewed if it if it led to some sort of breakthrough it wouldn't be Basically, it wouldn't belong to me. It belonged to the uni because that's obviously a contract that that is signed and stuff like that. Yeah. So basically, they could do with it whatever they want. And you see that throughout 
throughout the world. Um, you look at, say, Oxford University and, you know, all the studies they've done. It's, it doesn't belong to the students. I mean, the students don't get credited for it. It goes to the actual faculty and the university itself. You never hear about, oh, I don't know, David Williams of blah, blah in Oxford University did this and blah. Nah, you wouldn't hear that. It's just, it's just you know, the main researcher or the, or the person who tutor and then, you know, the university gets credit yeah, for it. No, that's, so that's, that's I understand fair. that. If if it wasn't for that device that Riri had created, obviously it gets sold off to the uh, military, mm. then, yeah, this wouldn't have happened. But it's often the case that, obviously, it's this gold rush for Vibranium. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to find anything and everything they can in order to uh, find it. Obviously, upsetting God knows who, because they don't know who mm. uh, sits the deposit of vibranium. And I'm sure they would have done the same tactic they tried to do with Wakanda, which is go in, destabilize it. I mean, even though that time was just one person who did it, but go in, destabilize it, destabilize a nation, not knowing that this nation is actually just <laughs> a whole bunch of, uh, of like, you know what I mean? Like, Shaman or whatever. Do, 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 do you know why I'm, I'm, I'm still even, I'm, I'm even, in a sense, still a bit pissed off at Neymar, yeah? Name not Neymar, fucking hell. Neymar, <laughs> Neymar yeah, Neymar. is like your race in a sense, yeah, are basically mutants, isn't it? Yeah, they're, they're, they're not mutants in the terms of like their genetics are changed, yeah, but because they like live underwater, um, their bodies are stronger than normal humans, isn't it? Like guns, yeah, because of the pressurized yeah, environment, guns aren't really effective against them. So, in a sense, yeah, nah, you're e- you're in an even better situation to defend your country than Wakanda is, because to get that vibranium, they got wet. Those those suits aren't you can't move in those suits, and you've got you you lot use killer whales and 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 killer octopuses as as your weapons <laughs> and shit. Like you're in a great position to defend yourself, and also. You are outnumbered the world. Do you know what I mean? Like your nation, like he said that he had more people than blades of grass in Wakanda. Like fam, what are you shook of? <laughs> he had no reason to move like that. Because uh, again, how many of those bodysuits do you think the world has? How many of those you. drills do you think the like there like they there was no need in it? There was no need. I think I think his thinking was that again it's because if you look at the theme of this um film i think the film that the theme was oh i see i've disappeared again cool i know (laughs) i need to turn my lights right so i think the theme of this film was basically grief and how people different people deal with grief and all that stuff because you have it in such a way that because of what happened to um to namor's people he's still grieving the loss of his mother Right, he still he hasn't gone through that process of accepting that what has happened has happened. Oh, sorry, or maybe he has, but he's thought to himself, "This is my solution. This is how you've ruined my my uh, my my family, my life, um, any chance of happiness that I had. So now, I'm gonna go hardcore. So yeah, any fucking you up. single transgression against my people, I'm taking you out. Mm. So that, that was that was his um, sort of answer to that. Yeah. Shuri's one um, was that of I'm going to you pretty much do the same but then obviously for the teachers of a, of a mother and obviously um, Charla, um she found an alternative which was to obviously not go through the plan of killing him but also you know I think I think Namor said something that stuck to me which was that you know they both need allies so 
um, Wakanda will be the ally of of um, the telecons, of telecon, and vice versa. And yeah. I think that's very good because right now Wakanda has no allies. You may mm. have in terms of countries or nations. You only have yeah. allies within certain people within you know, uh, say the US or wherever else. But in terms of actual true allies in the world, none. Um, yeah. So but they the, do need that. The the thing is, yeah. Okay, and this is another thing that and I didn't and I'm I'm actually I'm gonna come back to that. Yeah. So mm. um, I thought the mermaids using the singing power is a very cool thing to to include since you know in legends and myths you know mermaids can sing and mermaids and, and sirens. sirens yeah, yeah. they so, they draw they draw people into water i thought i thought that was too too a very good strategy because yeah. it, it's it's it builds on like world myth right that mm -hmm. you have a group of humanoid people singing and it, it um it lets people crash into into rocks and stuff like that yeah. and I think we saw we saw a lot of wrecks where they were digging for the vibranium stuff like that, which leads me to believe that actually that is something that is explained in this way that you have a group of uh, you have a whole civilization out there, um, sailor for centuries. So sailors, whoever else that you know travel that that part of the world, they would you know crash on rocks and things like that. Yeah. What's the explanation? The explanation could be you know they they just you know were stupid and didn't know how to guide the ships properly and stuff like that. But actually, it turns out that was a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. um, so that was that was that was a good one. Yeah. Um Mbaku eating a carrot at a meeting was a very nice callback to when they said that they were vegetarians in the first. They were vegetarians, yeah. I thought movie. that was good as well because cool. um Yeah, I mean it was that, that was just nice to see, to be perfectly mm. honest. Yeah, um, my lights on now. <laughs> and again, we got a callback to when they went and meet Everett Ross, the my favorite colonizer. That was pretty cool as well. Um now here's my question to you. When they finally met with Ryu Williams, what did mm. she think she was getting recruited for? Did she think she was getting recruited to become a Dorian Malage or an Avenger? Um, she probably thought maybe not recruited to join the Avengers, but be someone on the Avengers team in terms of like research or something. Okay, maybe. Mm. And uh, but yeah, but obviously when you see someone like that, you're like, oh my gosh, you're, you're Queen, you're your Princess yeah. Shuri, and blah blah. You're thinking stuff like, rah, like these are big people come up to me. Like, All right, so what's going on? <laughs> here's a bit of a weird question for you, yeah. Mm. So we don't have an exact date. But I think this movie is set in like 2025. Yeah. Mm. Shuri is not Shuri. Uh, Riri Williams is 19. Yeah. Now, do we think that's the same age as Tom Holland? And um, the Tom Holland is starting uni, isn't he? He's starting college. Yeah. So no. usually you start college when you're about 19, 20, eight, between eight. So the the, the, the reason I'm saying this year and 19. is in the Spider-Man movies, yeah, mm. MJ and Ned, are. I swear they're going to be going to MIT, right? Yeah. Riri Williams is in MIT. MIT as well, yeah. So yeah. do we think that we might get a bit of crossover there? you might get Riri Williams in one of the Spider-Man movies or I don't, I don't see I don't see why not because they're trying to do this whole new um of young Avengers thing aren't they or that's what we're that's what that's what we're predicting to happen yeah so it'll well, make let, sense let, that let, you do have someone let's hold that young Avengers for until the end because we're going to come to that towards the end all I'm, right cool, I got a all right, cool. But it's, it's the MCU we're going to now when I go see people coming in and out of different people's um um films there's going to be there's already a film or it's already been confirmed that we'll be getting uh, more <laughs> films with namor i don't know how many yeah. but that's already that's something that's already been confirmed so well, it's we, 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 we it's always thought that was going to be the plan like what's the point of introducing namor and it has been one and done oh no 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 but um as in in his own standalone film basically okay. i was I, I because usually some 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 what happens is that you get 
characters who are introduced, but then they are still involved with other people's stories. But this one is focuses solely on Namor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so something you mentioned earlier on as well was that you said um, obviously Namor's people aren't are mutants, but not mutants in that sense. But yeah, they're, they're, in, they're, in mutants, comics, they're mutants, but not X Men mutants. No, it's, it's so, more so, so they're mutants in the sense that their body has been has been enhanced through years of yeah, living underwater. Yeah, yeah. So I understand. So what I'm saying is that Namor himself is a mutant yeah. amongst his people. Yeah. Um, so he so he mentioned that during the film, mm-hmm. and I said, "Well, that's that's." I mean, obviously, for people who don't know about the comments and things like that, um, they wouldn't know that he was a mutant among his own people. They may think that because the because he was maybe the first person to be born with his mother ingesting the mm-hmm. um, the um, flower, mm-hmm. that that's why he he's he is the way he is. But also, wouldn't explain why no one else it is. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's weird. Him. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's genuinely a mutant amongst his own people. Yeah, um, the way his skin is, the way he has obviously the um, his his durability, the way he has the wings on his ankles, um, that's from him being a mutant. Mm. And in the comics, we do see Namor um have communication with the X Men, specifically Professor Charles Xavier. So, um, we will we will be getting a mute. Uh, we will be getting mutants in the MCU. We know that to be the case at some point. Mm. Um, we will be getting. Um, obviously, uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, the MC have said that she is a mutant, mm-hmm. so we'll be seeing her. Yeah, in, we're we're yeah, slowly getting more and more mutants introduced, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, where, where, where was I? Uh, Carrot. Um, uh, I thought Colin, chemistry... Colin, Colin, thing about uh, a bald headed Nakia. Was it Nakia? A bald headed demon. demon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that cracked I, me up so Nakia, much. <laughs> Nakia, Nakia went through it. Not Nakia. Um, Okoye went through this movie. Okoye, man. sorry, Okoye. Okoye yeah, yeah. went through it, man. She she got demoted. She got made to civilian. She got stripped yeah. of her titles. Her husband's in prison somewhere. I. Right, it's long for her, man. Um, mm. I thought the chemistry between uh, Riri and Shrew was very good. Um. I liked it because they're both young geniuses. Mm. So it was good that they had all that nerdy talk, yeah. um, you know, drawing conclusions from because we've seen that as well when it came to um, Bruce Banner and um, Tony Stark. Again, comparing different notes here and there, um, that kind of thing. Um, so I do like it when you get characters who, again, it only works with characters who are smart, with the ones who are just, you know, physically adept at fighters stuff like that also you wouldn't you wouldn't get them comparing notes with your with, i mean different fighting styles or whatever the case is um but it works so well because there's more material to um play with when it comes to how smart individuals are yeah um so I thought that was really cool. and okay. they're the same age as well i mean if if riri was uh 14 and you had shuri who was um obviously 19 then It'll call there'll be an age gap there, so mm. again, it'll be harder to have that sort of natural chemistry going. Yeah, um, I didn't think we needed the oh shit, she's got an Iron Man suit. I think that was a little bit too much on the nose for me. Like, we get it, she's got a suit that can fly. We didn't need the, yeah. the audience didn't need to be like, oh my gosh, remember Iron Man? Like, I thought that was a bit yeah. Um, yeah, we we didn't we didn't need that that scene. I'm not even that scene. The scene was alright. So the scene, yes, we needed. But I think the amount of time that we saw Riri in the in the I'm in her Iron Man suit or Iron Heart suit wasn't needed. Oh, do you know what I mean you're talking about the first suit, the one at the beginning? 
for the one in the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I agree with that. Um, I thought the water bombs are very cool and nice little concept. Um, I thought Val being um Ross's ex-wife was an interesting development. That was, that was um, interesting. Yes, because she's you know gonna be like the one that's gonna be leading the Thunderbolts. We've seen her in mm-hmm. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Uh, we've seen her at the, at the end of um the Black Widow movie. Um, yeah, having an influence there with um, but. Did you notice that Shuri didn't get her friggin' um, what's it called armband back? Her beads. Her beads. She didn't get them All back. Right, so this is another thing. She, I she, she, she wore she wore other beads. Yeah, but this she was is, back in Wakanda. This is, but an, this is her an, own beads. This is there, an, so. another thing that I didn't like here. And again, maybe it's just because we don't get to see everything that happens in the MCU in it. Yeah, mm. like Wakanda's tech is meant to be so good can't get through metal detectors da, 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 yet the cia can bug it i was yeah. like like so for me yeah i thought she bugged the car mm, yeah if or, she bugged or, the car or bugged yeah. his, or, or, or bugged his phone because yeah. that would make more sense but for her to be able to bug the beads i was like wait if you can bug wakandan tech here you're not. You don't really need vibram as much as you say you do, because you're not that far behind. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Not to mention that also, it opens up possibilities that if you can, because I thought, so for me, right? It, 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 it for me, it feels like it should be a two-way street. So we're for before coming tech and how advanced it is, mm. and they know where vibrain, where their own vibranium sources are, are and everything. Mm. Surely it would be a two-way street where they would also be able to hear Valentina's um conversations. Or know or, or know that she, or know that she's bug or she's bugging it. Like yeah. I felt like yeah. the, the way that this, this is this is what I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, With yeah. the way the way they set up that first movie to how sick and like advanced Wakanda is, yeah. I felt mm-hmm. like they downplayed and downgraded how advanced Wakanda is. Now, like I said, has the rest of the world caught up a bit and if so if you can in a sense bug wakanda and tech here yeah, why can you not now develop something that can you know um detect vibranium yeah so my thinking is this the world has obviously moved forward technologically wise because of what happened in new york with um loki's invasion mm-hmm. so because of because of alien tech uh, obviously we've seen people like the vulture um come up We've seen, um, obviously, from the No Way Home films, we've seen that um, you have people that can manipulate technology in different ways. For example, le- Electro's, um, what's it called? Like, suit or conductor, whatever it was. That basically that basically holds his power within him, his electricity within him. You've seen that happen. So because of that, it's, it does stand to reason that the people's technology or technological advancement has moved forward, which means that they can now do certain things like maybe bug something here or there because to bug to bug the beads i guess you just put something in between the the in between the beads right and then that's that um mm, yeah, but look, how, look how small look how small it would have to be though because beads in it bro have you not seen the size of a computer size of computer chips and processors now i mean yeah, it's i know possible. but still it's, it's it's possible but yeah yeah i, I again but, um, i particularly didn't like that i think again me as a um movie girl i think it'd have been a lot more acceptable mm. if she said um, you know, I bugged your phone, I bugged your car, I bugged your house. So pretty yeah. much, do you know what I mean? Because when he said the, had a second phone call with the Wakandans, he he used his phone as a 
uh, uh, to hide it. So if it was like, yeah, well, your phone's bugged, anything you say around your phone, I can hear it. And if yeah, you say yeah. your car, I can hear it. Like that made that I would have liked that more because that keeps Wakanda in a sense feeling special. Like at the end of this movie, mm-hmm. I just felt like, right, like Wakanda's not really that special anymore. Like the rest of the world is kind of just caught up in it. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a good emotional speech during Shuri's, um, Shuri's kidnapping. I did feel like, and again, when you when you're not in the it, when you're not in the emotional state that you're in and you're not in your feelings, I get it. But at the end of the day, yeah, like they like it's tradition, isn't it? Yeah, Killmonger was um, royalty. He was, and again. Um, Mbaku said this in the first film when she was like, oh, the guy killed my son. And he was like, well, was it more was it more murder or was it more he lost in trial by combat? Like, Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I agree I agree with Mbaku because it sucks to say this, but it's true. He did he did almost die in trial by combat, which is their tradition. Yeah. Mbaku, I mean, T'Challa could have killed Mbaku, but he didn't. And he yielded. So, and, and, and again, so when she was like saying like, oh, all the Dory Village stood by and took Killmonger's side. I was like, yeah, that's their job. Like, Killmonger right. Yeah. He he won the yeah. right to be king. Like, you can't have rules and then not go against not it just because you don't and like then, it. Then, exactly. And then talk about tradition, X, Y, and Z and all that stuff. Like, you're trying to, yeah. really, you're trying to go against your own tradition right then. Exactly. Then because the Dory Milaje are beholden to whoever the leader of Wakanda is. Exactly. So I thought that was a bit harsh of her to like, you know, sack Kokoye because of that. But again, it, yeah, made, yeah. it made it made for a really good speech. Um, and I did like that the fact that they mentioned uh, Wakabu and we'll be interested to see if that Daniel Kaluuya's character is going to return in the next movie. Um, mm. I thought when the Queen went to visit uh, Nakia, um, this was quite, in- well, maybe not for anybody, but I found it interesting. The little boy that spoke to her first ended mm. up being T'Challa's son that we saw at the end yeah so that was pretty cool um star wars got mentioned again um mm-hmm. i personally then and i've got in my notes i didn't like the atlantis shit um when they were you know and i get that we need to get more of name or story and this and you know get the thing for like um sure to see his people because it plays a factor in the end but i felt like it was a bit long-winded mm. um it was some cool visuals but at the same time, because I I saw this IMAX 3D, um, they showed the Avatar trailer, and oh my days, Avatar 2, yeah, and IMAX 3D, yeah. I, I, all the underwater seas look sick in it. So while I was watching all that one, I was like, raw, maybe Avatar 2 is going to look really good. Um, I, do you know what? I, I, I didn't mind that because it, it's because it also humanizes the Talokans. Talokanians? Yeah, um, Talokans. Talokans. Yeah. <laughs> Atlantis, bro. Alakanonians. <laughs> yeah, Atlantis. Eventually, eventually we had Atlantis. Yeah. Um, just because you, you kind of see where Namor's coming from, you kind of see what what is at stake for him if you know his people were to be discovered. And you know, the background story we get from him as well, with them already having to leave the surface world because obviously the effects of the of the flower, but also um there's the his civilization dying to smallpox yeah. um brought on by um by the spanish settlers settlers invaders um so yeah it, it, i sort of appreciate that because it, it, it has the humanity in it and i know some people don't like 
um, this direction that the MCU is moving in, where you sort of um, where villains are, you know, relatable and stuff like that. But actually, we do that all the time. I mean, when someone commits a crime and stuff like that, right? How often do people say, "Oh, but"? This person had this mental health, and actually it turns out that like, this person does have some sort of mental you illness. You know what? I, you can't I, stuff. I, I, get I know it's used, an, know it's used an ex, as an excuse for for um, certain people, mm-hmm. but there's there's more than more often than not, there's always a motivation behind something, right? Um, I get what you're. I get what you're saying, but I think so, it's too much now. Like it's like we can no longer have the villain just be bad. Like Loki was just bad. Thanos. For the most part, was a sympathetic villain in terms of what he was trying to do. Yeah, Loki. Loki had issues because all right. So let's look at Loki, right? If you look <laughs> right, at Loki, so Loki right? Loki issues. was bad, but because he was full of doubt and didn't trust himself. So if you look at the way, um, you know how Thor was always in in the spotlight, and he was sort of second or put away, right? It's like he always sabotaged himself, and that's that one thing he couldn't get over. So with someone like Loki, he's not bad for sake of being bad. But in a way, he is because he is doing it to himself. He is self-sabotaging mm. every single time. So even that one, obviously, is tragic. But I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, yeah, he, he, has, he has trust issues because he himself doesn't trust people. And on top of that, because I guess it's just in his nature, right? And then on top of that, the stuff that he does do ends up backfiring massively against him. So he'll end up killing his mum. He'll end up killing people who um, were once very, very close to him. And he sort of pushed them away. Even though he loves them, he'll still push them away and that kind of thing. And then end up doing something that ends up, you know, resulting in their death. And then it's like, ah, Loki, Loki's a bad guy. Don't get me wrong, but you can see that he self he sabotages himself, and that's what ultimately leads to to his to his downfall. Mm. Um, but I do like that obviously because Namor is a character. To be fair, the MCU have done Namor better than the comics have because what we know from the comics is that Namor is this is guy who absolutely loves um Atlant- Atlantis or his people, mm-hmm. and um. He's very, he he very much will do anything, everything to protect to protect his people. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the story that led to um, him invading Wakanda as well, but I know that obviously uh, Wakanda and or uh, I think T'Challa and Namor came to some some agreement, so there was that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only other thing is that he has a massive crush on uh, Susan Storm as well, and that leads to all sorts of. Um, other situations and stories so there is that um but okay. in this kit in this one i just like the fact that oh, you see more of his humanity he's not just some ruler from the ocean that says cool fuck my people i fuck i fuck with you and then that's it it's like you get to see what's at stake for him and this that and the other which i really appreciated mm. um because again it all goes back to again this is something that you raised earlier on when it talks about um it's like black people and i'll use i'll use mayans because um um, obviously, there was the miles, the Maya civilization that was uh, conquered. I'm sure, obviously, there are other civilizations other than Maya, but specifically to Namor, he is um, Mayan. So, um, I understand what you what you meant when you said that you know he shouldn't be having issues against anyone else, but I guess the West, West with the West, mm. um, because obviously, black people have done anything to him. Wakanda has done anything has done yeah. anything to him. And I think in society today, it's very, it's very much the case that um, there's, there's a lot of, I guess, camaraderie amongst, amongst people of different ethnicities. People are people who are POCs, I, I, I guess, um, yeah. just because you know, it's sort of like there's a shared history in commerce because of things that have happened 
um, against them at the hands of Western countries, right? Um, but I think it's also important to point out that even amongst um, groups of people, there's still that divide there. And a lot of it, I mean, if we look at, if we point out, say, uh, Brazil, for example, if I even, even, I mean, we had a conversation about this um, in our group chat where um, we were talking about, again, build back story, we'll talk about the new, is it, is it Snow White? The new Snow White, and you said, oh, um, perfect, give me someone who's, you know, just pure Mexican and that kind of thing. Mm. And I said, actually, you can't have someone that's pure Mexican because um, you've had, you've had obviously Native Americans then who've, um, who've, you know, I guess procreated with with you know with Westerners. So mm. a lot of people, a lot of people in Mexico would have mixed blood, not just um, Native American, Native to South Americans, but also people from Europe, be it Germany, Sweden, Switzerland, um, people from Africa as well. Again, <laughs> where in Africa, no one knows because people people have been moved around and stuff, all that stuff. Yeah. But you do get that. And then I also mentioned that in Brazil, for example, they have this they have a real issue, or they had a real issue. No, I think they still do actually. They have a real issue with um um colorism where you had this this sort of almost caste system where you had mulattoes who were obviously black mixed with with mixed with whites, and then this whole process of um <clears throat> Basically, how how white are you? Basically, are you are you like Miss Witt say I don't know two fifths white, three fifths white, four fifths white, and you know, there's all sorts of um, um, sort of colorism based on that as well. And that also leads to problems. Like in the favelas, for example, in Brazil, you have people the black people, dark skinned people, mm. are in favelas stuff like that, whereas um, more lighter skinned people are in cities and all that stuff. And there's this whole disparity there. Mm. Um, but you do get that. So there is. Even though you know they've, we've all been shagged by the same people. <laughs> there's, there's, there's still, there's still that divide within, yeah. um, within those people as well. So I thought that was nice. That not nice to see, but I like that it was also brought to to a forefront that you know we've all been fucked over by these people. Yeah. Yet, even though we share this commonality, we're still fighting amongst ourselves. Mm. Alright, here's a question yeah. for you, yeah. And I didn't bring this up when I was on PCR, yeah. And mm-hmm. when I watched it the first time around, I was like, "Ugh, I hate this." But on second, I'm coming to it. So when mm-hmm. Namor and um and Shuri were like kind of like going around, like, mm-hmm. how would you have felt if that they went down more of a well? I have the princess here. Yeah, we're almost connecting. How about I don't kill the scientist, and we form a uh, an alliance through marriage? Because initially, I initially yeah. I thought that oh, are they gonna give the, like are they gonna, gonna make them two fall in love? I was like, eh, not really a fan. Mm-hmm. But like I said, on the second view, I was like, hmm, that would have been an interesting dynamic to explore. I wouldn't have liked it because <clears throat> it would. I mean, yes, they do. They need. They do need to be allies, but I don't think they need to be allies through a marriage in 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 that sense, um, because that would that would leave a potential Susan Storm um, issue. And last I want is to have uh, Shuri or anyone from Wakanda being two timed. 
By, sure. uh, but it, it would have been interesting if he had, if, if he had, in a sense, um, like snaked in it. Like he was like, well, let me get in her good books, almost be like in love with her, and then get the Wakandans on my side, and then still attack the surface world, and then still, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I saw, I saw that. I was, I was hoping that it didn't go in that direction, but I'm sure. I'll... Pause. All right, we're back. Um, go on. Sorry, I couldn't hear you for a couple of seconds. Right. So, um, basically, I was saying that I, I, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't know if I, if the, the right word to use is cheapen the relationship, but mm-hmm. I think that again with the stories that would have had with Susan Storm and whatever the case is, um, I I feel that I wouldn't have wanted to. See, I wouldn't have wanted to see it. Um, I think let Shuri be Shuri mm. without having to then have some sort of husband yeah. to create some sort of alliance. Mm. Let the alliance be that we have mutual interests in defending both our people and our resources from the outside world. So let's have that alliance because we're the only two that understand this technology that, you know, we if we were to come to blows, we would seriously damage each other. Mm. So let's have this alliance to protect ourselves from where whoever else right yeah i, just I think that, that's fine without that, that that's fine without without a marriage yeah um i thought it was just an interesting like idea because again i was like when i first watched i was like oh are they really setting these two up and then the like, second i was like yeah. actually that could have been a really interesting dynamic do you yeah. know what i mean that could have been really interesting i would have preferred it more if obviously there's there's those there was already planned for this big fight to happen anyway but mm. i would have preferred it more if it was a fight more over some sort of misunderstanding that through Shuri being at Talokan, then her seeing everything, then obviously Namor softening his position and saying, okay, my alternate or my ultimatum is absolute rubbish because I'm not giving you an option to join me willingly and whatever the case is. And also that could breed um that could breed some sort of sabotage on someone's part right yeah so how about i soften my stance and say all right you keep ruby but make sure that she doesn't do it again or make sure that she stays in wakanda or if she leaves wakanda then there'll be issues whatever the case is mm. I'd, I'd i'd i've understood it more rather than yeah we're gonna kill her um or if if she's somehow captured by XYZ from Wakanda, then cool, you are you are to blame. We've got to make the situation right and you know, you tell me how you're gonna make it right, that kind of thing. I pref- I would appreciate it more. And mm. then through the break through the prison break um of, of Shuri and Ree Williams, that actually um it turns out that um oh I said I said a name earlier on. It turns out that uh ugh. Nah, 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 that, that, Nakia, Nakia, it turns out that Nakia had actually killed, instead of killing the woman who was looking after, like, killed, I don't know, like, second in command or something like that, mm. um, I think her name was Namora, yeah, um, then I would say, okay, cool, big misunderstanding, because obviously, this has happened, so you're now fighting this war, um, because you've both lost people dear to you, obviously, lost the mom, you've lost the sister, second in command, yeah. So this is what this fight is about. I think that would have been... And, and also that would have made yeah, the whole revenge revenge begets more revenge line p- play a bit more significantly. I think so. Yeah. I think so. But then when that direction went down and it's not it's not bad, but again, Namor gave a very shitty um, ultimatum. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know who in their right mind would, would, would have taken it. Because mm. at some point we would have said, well, 
if I'm in the situation, like you're not, I mean, you've, you've basically tied both my hands up. I'm actually going to try and sabotage you any way I can. Yeah. Yes, we have this relationship. Yes, we have this alliance. Yes, you want to create this war and stuff like that. Cool, let's do that. But at the same time, I'm creating tech because obviously we have to share technology stuff. I'm going to be creating tech to fuck you guys over at the last moment. So yeah. whatever happens, yeah. happens. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I think there is, there is that. Yeah, I think, yeah, one of the things I did like here, um, I don't think that we got enough in Baku as in, in a sense of being and like an action character. Like, yeah, he got a lot more speaking lines than he did probably in that first movie. But in terms mm. of like doing stuff, actually, I don't think he, we got enough of him or as much of the Iron of Light. But I'm not going to lie, yeah. When he jumped into the water to save those people, yeah. yeah. And then he saw a shark fin and... Listen, this is what I knew he was a nigger in it, yeah? Because <laughs> only someone that thinks they're the utmost badass person, yeah, can see a shark thing and think, hmm, I'm not going to run and swim away from the danger. I'm going to go... Oh, I was like, yeah, this guy's sick, man. Like, yeah, that was really cool. Um, mm. Mm. We, yeah, so I already said that, you know, I don't, I didn't really like that we didn't get Black Panther until we were two hours into the movie. Um, and, you know... That was a bit annoying. All right, so here, here's my thing, yeah? So you already know, yeah? And again, I, I maybe this is just my logic in it, yeah? Now, I understand the heart-shaped herb and the powers is meant, is made specifically for the Black Panther in it, yeah? Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're in a situation where you can synthetically make more heart-shaped herbs and you're against a people that are basically, you know, a lot stronger than you are, yeah, mm-hmm. when Shuri, uh, not Shuri, when Ree Williams was like, oh, can I get some of that? Listen, I would have printed uh, like a hundred of them and I would have given my hundred best soldiers, yeah, the heart-shaped herb and, and removed it from them afterwards. Nah, I wouldn't have done that. Why not? Because, again, because then it sort of breaks the whole Black Panther mythos because if it's just now, because there's danger, I'm just going to hand out xyz to say maybe the dora milaje because they never go against the king right mm-hmm. you have to do dora milaje and then you take it back from them i'm thinking no because what if one of the dora milaje decides do you know what screw this i'm just gonna go do my own thing and then oh yeah no that it happened at any time but yeah. i feel that that is more than a fair answer and response to that but i'm just saying like when you're mm-hmm. basically going up against mutants yeah and you need every single advantage that you can yeah, yeah why not alright so okay let's say yeah alright you don't want to give it to every single dollar in Malaysia, but you could have given it to Mbaku you could have given it to um, Okoye you could have given it to Ayo you could have given it to uh, Nakia you could have given it to um, Riwi Williams like you had options in it to at least have instead of having one super powered person going up against an army of super powered people you could at least had five like better your odds in it yeah that's what that's in my opinion. I would have done that. I'd be like, you know what? Hey, Grogu or whatever the thing was called, print off five of these. Get get me my five best warriors. I you lot for one time only, you lot all gonna be also bestow the power of Black Panther. Yeah. Nah, I wouldn't have done that. But I hear I hear your point. I hear your point because it's all about strengthening um as many of your forces as possible so that you can defeat um the bigger threat. Yeah, yeah, uh, I definitely so, understand that. So this next bit, yeah, I got it wrong on Pop Culture Leftovers. Um, mm-hmm. I said that I didn't like the fact that um, at the end, we got the a scene of Queen Ramonda in the ancestral plane um, mm-hmm. because in the first movie, 
Um, and I said that, oh, I thought it was only um, the previous Black Panthers that could um, uh, be in the ancestral plane, but I was wrong because obviously Killmonger's dad was in the ancestral plane. And again, yeah. in the ancestral plane, it could be any other ancestors, isn't it? It didn't yeah. have... Because I took it that it had to be a Black Panther and someone that had already drunken the herb mm. to be able to go there. But again, I was wrong. So that's me admitting I was wrong. Um, yeah. But So with that one, I thought it was interesting that because um, I wasn't expected to see um, Killmonger in that in that in that scene. Um, I did. So I think we talked about it. Oh yeah, oh did did we? we I don't we remember. We speculated that. that there was those rumors that Killmonger was going to be the person that they see. Ah, uh, right. Okay, cool. That, that that's case, why. Uh, that's why for me it wasn't a surprise. And again, like I was not guided, but it's like when we go through rumors and like go through stuff. Yeah, we kind of like yeah. ruin certain surprises for us. To be fair, to be fair, why? So not really a surprise in the sense that, oh, I'm shocked, but, but I like to see it because um, I think when someone has the heart-shaped herb, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily... You're, you're, not, you're not necessarily going to see someone from your family or where the case is, right? It's, I think, whoever you may need at a time or whoever you may want to summon at that time. Mm. So I guess for T'Challa, it was his dad because... Um, obviously he loved his dad. He wanted to be a king like his, as great as his dad. So he sort of channeled his dad. Yeah. Um, with Killmonger, obviously it was his, it was his own dad as well, because he is someone who basically helped. Basically he, uh, Killmonger was continuing his dad's legacy of getting vibranium weapons to black people. So they could, you know, create their own war, um, have their own Wakandan empire, and basically do the stuff to, to, uh, Western countries that, they did to um to other civilizations and to mm-hmm. black people specifically mm-hmm. um so in this case it wasn't that she wanted to channel um her mum or t'challa it was the fact that she wanted to channel someone who she thought would help her through the crisis of you know namor's attacked us yeah t'challa hasn't been through someone who's attacked wakanda um and as in as basically as in has been through a nation who wants to attack wakanda it was obviously Killmonger. Um, Queer Ramonda hasn't been through that, but one person has been through that, and that person is Killmonger. Killmonger knows how to deal with people like these, mm. like this, who come to another country or come to attack the nation, um, how best to basically destroy them. So that's who she channels. So I, I, I appreciate that. I, I, uh, I, I, it shows your mental, it shows a mental um, state. Mm. I did really like the line uh, where she was like, do you want to be noble like your brother or do you want to get shit done like me? I was like, yo, let's yeah. go. I, yeah. I, like that, that line did get, and the thing is, yeah, it's like, because Killmonger had some great lines in the first mm-hmm. movie, so to give him that kind of line as well, it it, it it just sat very well. Do you know what I mean? It just hit right, man. It was it was very good. Um, yeah, I mean, like 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 I said, I think I, I I I've said this before. Shuri is the audience because at that moment in time, right? If I put myself in Shuri's position, right? Someone has come to attack me. I'm not trying to look for for my 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 mum or whoever else to try and you know guide me in that in a peaceful resolution. I want to destroy this person who's out to destroy me, and this person's already taken my mum. Mm-hmm. They they've already uh, my 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 brother's passed away. I may not necessarily agree with what my my brother did either. So I need to channel someone who is going to tell me how I'm going to basically win this war, right? And I would have picked Killmonger as well. No, no, no doubt about it. I've been like, yo, how do I do this? 
And that's exactly what that's exactly who she needed. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um one of the things that I think was a little bit disappointed and I've talked about the end battle scene already, yeah. But mm. like Shuri made a point of giving Okoye a new spear. I don't think yeah. we saw her like utilize the new spear in any kind of way. Like I thought the new spear would have like an attachment or be able to split into two or do you know mm. what I mean? So I think that was a little bit of a waste. Um maybe, maybe, maybe in future films we'll see her we'll see her using it more, maybe unlocking more of the spears new spears potential. Mm. Maybe. Because right now she's just using it as a spear that she's always done because she's very traditional. Yeah. So it may take us some time to actually start discovering things about that spear. So that's mm. something I'm I'm hoping I'm right on. Um I'm I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah. Um with the end we haven't spoken about the end um the end credits, have we? Uh no, other than that I mentioned that obviously we, we got to see it was it was good to see that the same child that greeted the queen um ended up being T'Challa's son. So we can go to the yeah. end credits now. Okay. All right. So just before that, um, I just reminded myself that um, when Namora questions Namon why he um, basically yielded, Namor had a very good point, which is you could tell that she needs um, she she need that Shuri or Wakanda need an ally, and right mm. allies, and who, who the who will they go to? They'll obviously go to uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think he thought that far ahead. I think he's just like, you know what, fuck, she's going to kill me. <laughs> but then again, he did kill his mom, her, her mom, so she had every right to. Every I mean? right. Oh, my God. Every right to. I don't know how she managed to choose to stay out, stay at hand, but, um, yeah, I think I think, I think think that's probably the best result. Mm. I think that's the best result. Yeah, as in... Um, He's yielded, or Namor, Namor, have you want to pronounce his name? Has Namor. yielded, yielded to, um, to Shuri, Shuri, and you know they have this alliance. It's not. I don't think it's going to be this thing where Wakanda is going to be above, um, above Talokan or or whoever the ruler of um, Wakanda is is going to be somewhat have some sort of authority over them. But I think it's going to be a partnership where they have, they have both their own, they have their own issues to deal with. How are we going to deal with these issues? Yeah. Um so it's gonna be a very delicate um balance there. Um so moving on to the end move on to the NC credits or the first NC credits. Mm-hmm. To the second NC credit we can just ignore because we never were gonna get Black Panther 3. So Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that scene was very, very touching because um um Nakia was saying that um, you know, this is your basically your auntie. Um your your father prepared us for for his passing, didn't he? Mm. And that that harkens back to the first episode. Sorry, first episode, first movie where um, T'Challa says he doesn't feel ready, and his dad um, said, "A father who has not prepared his son is no father at all," or something like that. Mm. So I thought that was that was that was a cool Easter or not Easter egg, but it was maybe maybe call it Easter egg. But it was, it was very very nice that that was portrayed for that was brought forward to say that basically he's done his job as a father to prepare his son for you know yeah. his past stuff like that. Um, I thought I thought that was really touching. I mean, there are loads of Easter eggs in here. Um, that right. I'm not gonna name because yeah, yeah otherwise we'll be here for ages. But there's right, so, so many. Here's, here here's that's, my that's question to you, yeah. So, if the whole Young Avengers thing, yeah, now the issue with having a young T'Challa, yeah, is that he is six. 
everyone else is gonna be like in between fifteen and I'll say twenty five. Now, mm-hmm. will they age him up? Will they, you know, not have him in the Young Avengers? Because the reason why they've introduced T'Challa's son is so that we can go back to having T'Challa stories. But yeah, I don't want to wait 10, 15 years to get a, a Black Panther in this prime. Do you know what I mean? Well, to be fair, when you look at the actual... I guess they can age him up. They can age him up. So next next Black Panther we see... I think Black Panther 3 will, will be... Um, quite some time into the future mm-hmm. um so here's what here's my thinking obviously at the end of so the, at the end of the main film um just for the credits rolled we saw mbaku saying that shuri is not going to be taking this uh this challenge mm-hmm. in fact mbaku is going to be taking this challenge which means that mbaku is obviously going to win mm-hmm. and he is going to be the king of wakanda yes now in the comics mbaku is the king of wakanda but then um, to, I think yeah, T'Challa fights him for the throne back, right? Mm-hmm. So that will go back to that story. Um, in terms on and also young T'Challa, T'Challa Junior, um, he will be able to be King of Wakanda. Mm. Um, to be honest, in the Avengers, I don't think it's been a case where um, <clears throat> T'Challa, T'Challa, so T'Challa is an Avenger. Mm-hmm. At the same time, the only reason why he's an Avenger is so that he knows what the hell's going on. <laughs> so it's because <laughs> again, if it's a threat to Wakanda, he wants to be there to know a bit straight away. Yes, he can do um, And he's hardly ever in the US. He's mainly in Wakanda doing his own thing. Um, he'll go to Avengers every now and then um, to do X, Y, and Z. And in fact, one of the early stories of Black Panther is that he goes to the US to challenge himself against the Avengers and also against um, um, the Fantastic Four, so Earth's mightiest hero, heroes, and then obviously the like first family of uh, of of um, Marvel comics. Again, just just to just to train himself to make sure that he's better than all these people, so he can defend Wakanda against them at any moment in time, right? So that's what he does. So for me, it stands to reason that that's probably that story they'll take with with um, young T'Challa now that. He will go fight against Mbaku, whether he goes around some long process and then fights Mbaku or goes to fight Mbaku first and then does whatever else, mm. where the case may be, he will do that. Um and again, he could be a he could be a very, very young Avenger, but he, again, I don't think he'll one, I don't think he'll challenge for the throne until he's um in his teens, maybe he's 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Um and even when he does win it, I don't think he'll be leaving Wakanda for anything. I think he'll go Along more, more of the story of um, maybe maybe him and Storm having a marriage and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Whenever they decide to roll out roll out the X Men, mm. um, that's 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 what I'm that's my thinking. Yeah. That's what I think. But it it does open up a lot more stories. Um, to 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 T'Challa, young T'Challa. Um. There's also a story of where um I don't think we'll see it now, but it's a story of where Shuri becomes Queen of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And Charlie becomes King of the Dead. Oh, um, so that's that's a whole that's a whole other story there as well. Mm. Um, there's a story where um, during during that story actually, um, vi- he T'Challa makes vibrate all vibranium around the world inert, mm-hmm. which means that Wakanda has lost its one resource, and then it leads to all sorts of things as well. So they can play a lot. They can play around with uh, with T'Challa, uh, young T'Challa, even if it's some sort of. Um, 
age up process where I don't know reality warps, whatever the case is, that he's now like I don't know, 15, 16, or even mm. 19, 20. Um anything can happen, but you know, it's good that we're getting more T'Challa stories. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah. Definitely. Uh, anything else for um Black Panther? If not, I'm done and I wanna quickly rattle through my week just so that I don't want to prolong it and, and let it lead on to um another time and have like a yeah. hundred things to review. Yeah. Um no for, I mean for me I just want to see what happens now because like I said I've I've mentioned um I've mentioned the beads that um Shuri didn't get back. So it'd be interested to see what happens with those. But is, is it just gonna be a sink a simple pickup process where um they go pick it up, destroy any data they have on on um vibrating technology or is it going to be one where um they'll just forget about it, which I hide out I highly doubt they will because of ruin continuity. And you know, that means that Valentina's group um will be able to produce it, add it add, add that tech to theirs and, you know, be a threat to Wakanda. That's something that I'm interested I'm interested to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And also this relationship between um between Talokan and Wakanda as well, how that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. All right. Oh, and also, and also Riri Williams as well, and her story. But again, yeah, but she, 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 will, she will she will she will create her own suit. Yeah, she's got her own suit. I think I think another so, another thing with that. Yeah, because we knew that Riri Williams is getting a TV show. I didn't fear for her dying at all. Like there was, do you know yeah. what I mean? So, all right, uh, all right. I'm gonna be right off quickly. If there's something that you have watched, please let me know. Um, I unfortunately did not watch Andor episode 10 and 11. Um, I will need to do a catch up on that for next week. Have you watched it? Yes, I've seen it. All right, can you, do you mind saving yeah. it for next week? Yeah, I'll save it for next week. But all I'll say is this. I, I was on, I think I was on Twitter mm-hmm. and someone was saying that um, um, Andor is better than Mandalorian. I was like, hell to the freaking no. It does not <laughs> take you seven, eight episodes to be as good as Mandalorian. Right, yeah. because for me, I felt that the first up up to where you are, Nana. I think before even the prison break, mm-hmm. um, that Andor for me just dragged. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't know where the hell was going. It's again, I, like I keep saying, it's about a character we don't know about. So first and foremost, that's also going to affect the story. Mm-hmm. But then, how you go about developing the story is something that's also important. In this case, for me, Andor didn't do it justice until the prison break scene. I mean, if it started off with a prison break scene, and then maybe explored it, so done it retrospectively mm-hmm. i may have appreciated more but right yeah. now um right now is a good series but i'll I'll give it a half chicken because it took me it took them eight episodes seven to eight episodes for for it to get live do you know what i mean yeah no, um I hear you. whereas Mandalor- whereas mandalorian mandalorian oc name speaks for itself someone from mandalore um also someone who is a bounty hunter so already that goes with my books because hans han solo bounty hunter um, Jungle Fett, Boba Fett, Bounty Hunters. Um, you have a lot of. I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting like a main Bounty Hunter as well off the top of my head. Um, but Bounty Hunters are cool in Star Wars. Do you know what I mean? So already, it, I mean, you could have gone in any direction. Um, that's that's what made it cool. So I was that's 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 just my little bit there. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Prince season four finally came out, man. I was so glad that this came back out. Um, these from the same people that basically did Avatar. Um, I give this a free piece. Um, mm. I feel like the reason why it's a free piece is I didn't find the humor 
as good as in previous seasons. Um, the time skip was pretty cool, um, but the humor didn't hit as hard as previous seasons. I think the time gap as well, yeah, um, kind of, um, you know, screw things up there as well. Um, so I give it a three piece. You, did you watch this one? Yeah, I watched it. I give it. A th- I give it a three piece as well. Um, I d- d- honestly, I had no idea the creators of um, Avatar: The Last Airbender created this until episode. It was towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe episode seven or eight. <clears throat> um, and I realized that oh, that's Ang's. Uh, that's Ang's. Um, uh, was it staff? Yeah. Oh, that's soccer. That's soccer's boomerang. I'm like, look, that's why I messaged you. Like, hold on, are the creators of Avatar make this? Because I was like, what? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So nah, it, cool. it, it sort of tempted me to go back and rewatch some episodes, rewatch like the earlier seasons, just to see more things I may have missed. Yeah. Um. So I thought I thought that was pretty cool. Um. I like, I like the time skip. I like that you know people have their own. Um. That characters have their own offices within the kingdom. Um, I like that you know people who are once enemies are now allies and that kind of thing, mm. and also dragons being coming more into prominence as well. I think it's pretty good. Um, I uh, characters' names are I can't remember the characters' names right, but the one the daughter of the guy who basically started this whole thing right. Um, what the, evil, like, the, the uh, evil guy's daughter. The evil guy's daughter. I can't, I can't remember her name off the top of my head right now. Okay, but I like her um, boyfriend because her boyfriend's one of the happy-go-lucky guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that in this season, you, he actually has to sort of kill someone mm. in, a, in, in a sense, right? To obviously save her because obviously they're during a, during a romantic relationship all that. Yeah. And, you know, how broken he is. I thought that was very interesting because it's almost like, you know, this chick is doing evil stuff, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But you go along with it. Or maybe, maybe you may not even know that she's, she's an evil person, right? but you're going along with it and you end up killing someone. I mean, at some point where you do evil stuff, whether you want to be directly involved with it or not, it's going to backfire. Yeah. And you're going to end up, you know, hurting other people. And how you live with yourself, that's something that you have to solve find out for yourself because from my point of view it's not or for my for my um thinking it, it can't be easy killing someone and being able to live with it you know what i mean like you hear, yeah. you hear all manners of stories of people trying to cope with it but i mean overall i did like this i did like the series um and yeah i do i do recommend it and i think i think at some point i will go back and watch season one to three again just to see if i've missed any any uh, easter eggs from Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm, nice. um, also to note, I actually didn't realize that um, they have books as well, like in like in Avatar. So book one is season one, book two, book three, book four. Mm. Um, and book one is moon, book two, sky, book three, sun, book four, earth. So again, it's very interesting, um, very similar vein to um, Avatar Last Airbender, where book one was, I think, water, book two was... Um, I'm going to say book two was Earth. And book three was... Oh, I can't remember, I can't remember the rest of my head. But yeah, it was something similar. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I can't remember either. Yeah, so, but yeah, but it's, it's that thing. Um, what else you got up to? 
um, so I finished Freud's Lava. That's probably a quarter chicken. Um, oh, so the mo- the movie that Dell was in in the su- that she rec- filmed in the summer finally came out yesterday. Um, Disenchanted yeah. on Disney Plus. Uh, it was cool to finally see on the big screen. Um, the movie itself, I think. I thought from the trailer that I would enjoy this one more than the first one because, like, mm. it was taken on a very... Like, the first one's a very cool concept. This one's also a very cool concept. Um, I think, as an adult, it's not for me. Like, let's say, like, with Pixar... Nah, let's burst out. You're trying to say that Del, Del's performance in it just made it go down. Nah, nah, nah <laughs> not even. But, like, you know, like, Pixar movies do movies for kids, but then, like, adults could enjoy it. I don't think yeah. this is a movie like for kids that adults can also enjoy. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm. I, I'll give it a half chicken. I think I might have given a, the first one a half chicken as well, maybe even a free piece. Um, but yeah, no, Delcy was great, man. She did what she needed to do. Um, it was awesome seeing her in it. And uh, mm. hopefully she continues to get more work like that. Um, yeah, awesome. Uh, uh, you know, because uh, hopefully one of these days when she's got like a, a Disney role, she can invite me to set and I might be able to see some interesting actors and actresses um so that'd be cool um yeah i watched something called netflix called daniel spellbound um it was it's about this guy's uh a, oh my gosh i just watched it as well he's like a finder and he's got to find magical items and then mm-hmm. um, there's like a bureau of magic and there's like an evil person trying to get this like you know magic item to like rule the world and you know it's, it, it, it was as, fun as do you know what i mean case. it was like a it's like a cartoon that you found like on Nickelodeon. Do you know what I mean? I'll give you a half chicken. Um, I watched the Blockbuster show on Netflix. It's a, a comedy show about the last Blockbuster. Um, mm. I give this a half chicken. Have you seen Superstore? No, I haven't. Oh, wait, I have. It's, it's in the comedy series on Netflix. And it's just the the, the actual employees that just do yeah, stuff. Yeah. This yeah. tries to be like that, but just not as good. It had... Um, Oh my days! Why I, I was gonna say Tony Yu? I, no, I know who you're talking about. It's that very famous Korean guy who I can't remember off the top of my head, but I absolutely like him. And I, I I like all his, all his films. He's Rand- the one that was Rand- Randall Park. Randall Park. There yeah, I was gonna go. say he's the one that's been in um um Ant Man and the Wasp. Fresh, fresh, Ant Man and the Wasp, Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah. Um, he's been in um he was an agent in um oh. One division, almost said Wakanda yeah. division. <laughs> One division, um, um, and it also had um, in the the interview as well, where it was like basically playing Kim Jong Un. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, and then you he's, had he's very accomplished. Yeah, um, what do you call it? You had also oh, she was in um, I've forgotten her name, man. She played Amy Santiago in um. Oh, what the hell is that show in Brooklyn Nine Nine? Oh, her! Yeah, I know she, who you're talking about. She's yeah. the co-star, she's the co-star in this, and again, it, it it just wasn't as good and wasn't as funny in it. So a, a, a half chicken. Um, if it gets a season two, they need to step it up and make it better. Um, yeah, Melissa, Melissa Fumero. Yeah, uh, Zootropolis, Zootropolis Plus. Uh, ah, these, I've, seen, I've seen that as these well. These were like yeah. five minute little shorts. Uh, it started off slow. But by the time it, it did, got to, I didn't really love the first episode or the second episode. I think when it got to the um, is it the, like the shrooms of um, New York where they did like the TV um, 
Oh yeah, like the like the Kardashians. Yeah, basically. when they when they got to that Kardashians episode, I really liked that one. That was, and jokes. then I liked the um, that was the, the, the Mafia episode as well. That one was yeah. really cool. So overall, I'll give it a half chicken. Uh, what was your thoughts on this one? Um, I enjoyed it. I gave it. I give it a chicken as well. Um, sorry, did you say you gave it a half chicken or a quarter chicken? I gave it a half chicken. Half chicken. Yeah, I give a half chicken as well. Um, I enjoyed it because it's just nice seeing the other characters from Metropolis in a different light. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that in the first episode looked at the at, at Judy's family, and actually, even though um, Judy's mom and dad are very much happy with where they are in their own space and not very adventurous and things like that when it came to the kid accidentally getting on the train them just run just you know driving like fast and furious through all the different zones and things was was very very funny and interesting mm. um i, I just thought it was, it was cool um i did like uh, to be fair i like the two shrew stories the shrews of um of new york um and also the the mafia one as well. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Very um, cool. Just yeah, a nice wholesome. Well, the first one, well, the second one with the dad was a nice wholesome story. Mm. Um, and it also gave you a little bit of a background to Zootopia as well, because obviously, like when they yeah, came, it wasn't and really... also why it is that he's able to you know have polar bear bodyguards mm. like geez, because that's those small feet. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, and then obviously there was the America's Got Talent one with. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. The uh, the the police the, the police leopard. Guy, yeah the, the police guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That episode and, was alright. Yeah, so I thought again. I thought that was that was pretty. I thought it was just interesting. It was just fun. You know what I mean? Just fun episodes. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend it for kids. And to be honest, if you're if if anyone out there is actually interested in watching like knowing more about Zootopia and stuff like that, just wants more stories from Zootopia, I I recommend that. Yeah, and I do hope it's the second season for it because they could do so much more. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, you know, Judge. And what I liked about it as well, um, just before we move on, is the fact that it's sort of things happen during the film. Yes. So how, 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 best, how, how can I describe it? It's like the scenes in Zootropolis Plus happen on the outskirts of the film. So in yeah. certain ep- episodes, you'll see scenes that happen within Zootropolis. So again, I thought I thought that was pretty cool. And what I liked was, for example, Flash the the sloth. Um, he and his girlfriend went to a restaurant to watch Gazelle, and being sloth took the time. One of the waiters there, waiters, waitresses, whoever it was, uh, servers, let's call them, mm-hmm. um, was trying to serve them as quickly as possible so that they she, he, they could also go and watch the. Um, the gazelles gazelles concert mm-hmm. um you know them taking forever whatever the case is they, they were ready to go so then flash gets in the car zips off and then is busted by judy and nick i think the fox's name was yeah um so again that happens within the movie where where flash gets busted but actually you, you see that it's not just him in the car but it's the girlfriend now the fiance and um, I think it was an otter who was serving them or ferret. But again, just just one of those things that that happened within. I mean, a scene happened within the movie, but actually, there's more story to it. Yeah. Um, through the, through these episodes. Yeah. Um. Next up, Warrior Nun season two. Um. I remember really enjoying season one. Um. Mm. And wanted more. This season, <laughs> not so much. I will give it a half chicken. 
Um, right. I tried to watch this, but I felt that I hadn't. I, I've probably forgotten everything that happened in um, with the first episode, first season. So I'm now watching um, season one again. I think I was season one episode. Um, I want to say episode five or six. Yeah. So I'm making I'm, I'm making my, my way back. I, I, to, uh, I think to this would have worked better if they had just done it season one and two together. I think having such a different a lot of period of time because I watched a recap thing, but probably didn't mm. do it justice. Um, oh, maybe I, should, I could just do that. You know, just watch the recap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zen Grogu and Dust Bunnies. Uh, I give us a quarter chicken. Um, it was a. I think it was nice seeing um Studio Ghibli and Disney and uh, Marvel Studio, not Marvel Studios, huh? um Lucasfilm Studios, um doing something, but like it wasn't very good. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like other than the animation, which you know you're always gonna get good animation for Studio Ghibli. Like, there was no story, there was no funny. It was like two minutes long. Like, it. W- hopefully, this is just a. What's, what, how do they say it? A, a precursor to what's to come yeah and maybe we're gonna get some you know maybe a studio ghibli star wars crossover um but yeah this is crossover well no but like a like a feature length film or something yeah, 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 yeah. um and i'm not i'm not gonna go over tmn2 because i'm only halfway through it but all right cool I'm, so with um with uh grogu and the dust bunnies mm-hmm. um i did enjoy it because i'm used to seeing a um, similar art style um if anyone's seen Watership Down and remembers um, how the... Oh, the best way I can describe it is right at the beginning of the film where it introduces the the different animals and how the animals turn on the rabbit and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, it reminds me of that particular scene there. It's just in terms of drawing because the drawing's not fantastic it literally looks like sketches right like very yeah. simple sketches easy on the eyes that kind of thing um so that's what it reminds me of um when it comes to watership um that's why i compare watership down to uh um grogu and dust bunnies in that particular aspect mm. yeah calm um and yeah that's it for me is there anything for you that we haven't talked about that you've been up to in the last couple of weeks yeah so um I'm still watching on my anime. Um, I'm not going to reel them off, but um, I've seen SWAT season one to season four. SWAT is a series that was introduced to me by um, one of my ex-teammates from Wembley Stallions. Um, and yeah, he said he was watching it. In fact, it turns out that I've, uh, I've overtaken him in watching it. So <laughs> Nice. Um, it's a good series. It stars um, Shemem Moore as Sergeant um, Dan Hondo, mm-hmm. um, Lena Esco as Officer Christina. Um, I'm not going to reel off all the actors and actresses' names, um, but um, basically it has Shemem Moore, Stephanie Sigmund, Alex Russell, Lena Esco, Kenny Johnson, uh, Peter Anorati, um, etc. Um, what I like about the series is that it does show so season one shows basically um everything through the lens of um daniel hondo um who is basically a black man in swat and he has to deal with his everyday life as a black cop but that's just a small snippet of it because every show starts off with them doing some sort of bust whether it's um hostage rescue whether it's um um bank robbery whether this that and the other 
they do all that but then there's also uh, another story behind the main events that happened there um mm. so that's that's what season one focus one and season two almost sort of focuses more on other aspects of being a police officer so themes include racism so racism that honda experiences sexism that um and the female characters like uh jessica cortez face and christina alonso face um and that obviously uh, not just sexism but misogyny as well so in terms of them being um put in high positions within SWAT, for example, that's something that, you know, you, you, you sort of see the background and how they have to fight through that. For example, Christina is the first woman, let alone um, female SWAT member, mm-hmm. to be to be um, a member of SWAT. So, again, it's when someone else, one, another um, female officer, she's black, but it's, she's still, but the fact that she's female and the roadblocks that I put ahead, she's always questioning, you know, am I just someone to fill in your quota or... Um, am I generally good enough to be part of SWAT and that kind of thing? Then you have Jessica Cortez, who's um, sort of like second in command of the whole SWAT operation as well. Um, and what she goes through, her being um, Mexican, so that also plays in there. Um, you have characters whose whose um, parents may were also in SWAT. So um, Sergeant Luca, Dominic Luca. Um, his father was a member of SWAT, so he has a family legacy to fulfill. But at the same time, his fa- his grandfather was also someone who was racist. So um, <laughs> it's very much the case that he's dealing with that as well. Yeah. And you know, even though he knows that his grandfather did jump into buildings to save black people and stuff like that as well, just the way his grandfather, who's he's the, the, the grandfather's passed away um, before the events of of the film, I mean series, but just how he tackles that and that that kind of thing so again it's all these conversations that happen um you know racist cops and how they deal with that you have things like black lives matter that happened there so the pro- black lives matter protests george floyd's um death and obviously Ahmad arbery and others and that gets played in there um basically and also um lgbtq um ia plus um issues as well so that comes that comes to light um but it's a very good series um so yes it's about cops so that's why i held off watching it for so long but actually watching it you do see that there are, there are different themes that are touched upon and it's something it's there's something there for everyone um yeah. if you want just the action the action's there if you want to know more about certain characters then that's there too um some topics obviously you like some topics you may not like but yeah. you know, um, overall know, i give it a three piece i, I think know. it's i think it's done in, in, in a nice way that you know it doesn't really irk you too much some things you'd be thinking, okay, maybe that could be done differently. But others you think to yourself, you know what? Not bad at all. You know, when you're like scrolling as well, I scroll through Facebook, yeah. And there's yeah. like random movie clips and stuff like that. SWAT with Honda is one of the things. So I've actually seen a lot of the episodes or like sections of episodes just yeah. on Facebook. But at one point I do, because I'm interested in it. It is definitely something that I want to like actually sit down and watch at some point. It's Bro, Honda's next... just mad for no reason. Like, like they made him almost like Robocop <laughs> <Didn't>, <laughs> or Terminator. In, in, in one episode, like, don't they, like, the stuff this his... guy does. In one episode, don't they like go after his sister and he like just fucks up the guy? Yeah. Um, there's one where there's one where there's a sus- there's, uh, oh my gosh, I almost said sausage situation. Pause. <laughs> hostage. Pause. Hostage situation. <laughs> and um he's so he's held back because of so something going on in the background so he's held back from actually doing um carrying out this operation until later on mm-hmm. he then gets on a helicopter a SWAT helicopter to go there and this guy 
does a sniper shot on top of this helicopter um, and like in the middle like, one of the most impossible angles ever and you're <laughs> like bruv how <laughs> do you know what I mean this guy is Superman for no reason uh, but obviously throughout the series you learn that he's everyone's flawed in their own way do you know what I mean there are some people who, who've got issues with parents um, you have some characters who have issues with, with money with gambling with you know their sex lives or private lives that kind of thing so it's it's a good it's a good watch. I highly recommend it. Yeah, calm. I'm um, sorry. What else have I been watching? So I, I sort of almost forgot. Um, so I saw Pirate. For some reason, I can't remember what Pirate is about. I it's on it's on Netflix. So. <laughs> no, nah, that's fine. It's on Netflix. Um, it is about uh, was it Pirate or Pirates? Maybe it's Pirates. So, ah, oh, oh, that's what it is. Sorry, so it's a British, it's, it's a British um, comedy. Um, I think it's created by um, Reggie. Is it Reggie Yates? Okay, I want to say it's Reggie Yates. Yeah. So, it's one film. Um, sort of, it's set in the late nineteen nineties, right? Mm-hmm. So, UK It's you have three friends, so one's still in um, still in London. I think it's North London. Um, he gets to basically um, he's basically sort of like the the manager of uh, of a of a store. I think or a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's doing his own thing, but he also has a pirate radio station that he um, that he that he has. Um, you have a friend who is I I want to say oh. He's Middle Eastern, but I can't pinpoint where he's from. I don't know whether he's Iranian or um, Syrian or Iraqi, or but from that region, basically. Um, so he's there as well. Um, his dad, his dad does shady stuff, basically. Um, but at the same time, he's just again trying to live his life, just being clueless um, about about life, basically, but just living it all the same. Um, then you have one of the characters who's actually gone to uni and is, um, you know, doing well for himself at uni. He's come back. They basically he's come back for um, for the New Year's period because it's going to be a New Year's party, and it's just about them trying to get tickets to go to the biggest um, uh, New Year's Eve party ever. One of the characters likes this chick who's going to be there, so it's it's all that. So it's just hormones running, um, you know, just jokes that if you're someone from London. You de- you definitely get the jokes. Mm. Um, just go. I mean, maybe you know even London, like whether you're London, Manchester, basically from any major city in the UK, you probably you get it. Yeah, you, you probably understand it. Like, I mean, regardless of where you are in, in in England, if you are someone who lives in some sort of major city, so like I said, Manchester, Liverpool, um, maybe maybe even Leicester. Um, obviously, London is the main one. Um, you will you will have you will have run-ins with you know all sorts uh be it shady people be it dodgy people um you know you want to get your hands on some tickets and this is back in the day where you know it was like garage music was up and coming and all that stuff as well so it's just pure nostalgia um so i, I give that i give that a hot chicken um nice. i mean you get things you get jokes like um they go to they go to a jamaican restaurant and you know they ask okay what do you want everything okay we don't have that yeah. all right cool how many of the, um, can I have one plantain? What you planting? What, what, 
was it as a plantain or, or um do you, do you kind of uh, on top of a mountain that kind of thing so all that i mean jokes jokes are just are just there um so yeah half chicken and i do recommend it um it's, i'll probably won't watch it again for for a long long while um netflix might you know decide to get rid of it then then but um i still recommend it it's just a um, small film that i probably no longer than maybe an hour and a half max if anything um so give that a go next one up is harley quinn the harley quinn um, um animated series um it's not on netflix um i am watching it online but um i'm on the season one episode nine and so far i give it a three piece it's just harley quinn after she's broken up with basically the joker mm-hmm. um during episode one she notices that or she realizes uh, through very very funny events that the joker never loved her she was just basically a pawn because joker the person that joker loves the most is batman um and it's funny how it's just funny how she realized that after holding a grenade in her hand and stuff like that and not even batman tried to save her on that one <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's just jokes i mean there's a hell of a lot of swearing in there the f word is used s word is used so you know fuck shit that's yeah. used um they bleep out the word um i, I don't know c-u-n-t i don't know if i should say that but yeah <laughs> um they they bleep they bleep that one out because it's american like the americans are not like the brits where the brits we just say we just say that word like yeah, like nothing you know what i mean like it just rolls off the tongue like nothing but yeah they bleep it out in um in america i don't know you may be able to find some i don't know highly uncensored one where they <laughs> keep that in there but also i think it follows the line of comics where um Harley Quinn is going about doing her own thing and she sort of gets to a romantic relationship with Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. So that's that's all good to see. Um, you know, Suicide Squad gets mentioned. Um, you see her in a Suicide Squad outfit. Um, you see her in a few other things, talking to various um, uh, various DC comic villains. So Penguin, Scarecrow, um, Killer Croc. Um, is it Deadshot? and all the all, and, and others so um, that's that's all there um so yeah i give three piece highly recommend you watching it especially because it's a comedy so if you just need something to just laugh at that's there and um lastly for me it's uh i went to the theater yesterday to watch wicked nice um so wicked is for anyone that doesn't know what wicked is wicked has been out since i think 20 2015 i think um Maybe even earlier. Yeah, early, and, earlier than that. Maybe even 2013. But yeah, anyway, it's about for it's about for a long, long while. So mm. not not really a spoiler. I mean, I don't know if Wicked is being shown anywhere else around the world, but it's definitely the UK. Um, so Wicked follows basically the early life of maybe not even the early life because it also happens during the times of the Wicked. Uh, sorry, the Wizard of Oz. But it follows the life of the Wicked Witch of the is it Wicked Witch of the West? Um, the sort of the, the green skinned um uh, witch, um, it looks at her early life, so you know circumstances around her birth, um, around her family. So it turns out that she has a sister, um, who actually dies in the Wizard of Oz with the with the with the shoes. Um, she was called the Wicked Witch of the East in that one. Um. But that's just her sister. Her sister wasn't evil or anything like that. Mm. She was actually uh, a, a, the mayor of a town. And um, the show, I mean, overall, 
Wicked is before I get into more detail. Wicked, Wicked for me is a three piece. Um, okay. First and foremost, it is a musical. I do like my musicals. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, what I really like about it is that it breaks down things that we took for granted from the first film. I'll give you an example, uh, or from the Wizard of Oz. I'll give you an example. When you watch films like Maleficent, right? And you realize, like, no, no, you've seen Maleficent, haven't you? I can't remember it, but I'm pretty sure I have. It's it's basically um, Rap- Rap- Rapunzel. No, it's not Rapunzel. Um, it's um, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, Sleeping Beauty. from the eyes of Maleficent. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it turns out, so in Maleficent, it turns out Maleficent wasn't really the evil one. It's just the fact that humans are just shitty people. So um, she did what she had to do, but it was portrayed as her being you know just evil for the sake of being evil but actually you know you know the king was evil the queen was evil especially maleficent too that kind of thing um basically and if you've seen cobra kai for example cobra kai is a good one in terms of we always we're always on la russo's side but it turns out la russo is a bit of a dick as well so actually it's it's dispelled a lot of things that you saw from the films like that that kind of thing and wicked does the same thing in this in this um aspect so um, when it, when you look at um, uh, uh, the fairy or the good witch, uh, Glenda, Glenda, mm-hmm. basically Glenda's a basic bitch. <laughs> She's not, she, she is not all that right. Um, this is not. I mean, it's not going to be really be a spoiler because it's been out for years, right? So, um, turns out that Glenda is someone who was basically the popular kid, right? Everyone loved her anyway. She didn't have to struggle for anything. This, that, and the other. Um, she got rejected from learning magic. It was only under the Wicked Witch of the West, whose name is um, Alf. Al- uh, her nickname was um, Alf Alfie. Um, Al, I guess Phy. Mm. Um, so, and that was a nickname given to her by by Glinda when they finally became friends. Right. So, um, turns out that yeah, she was absolutely basic. She didn't have real any real talent. She a bit of an airhead as well so easy manipulative well not easy manipulative but she manipulated other people to doing stuff yeah right we have alfie the um wicked witch of the west um turns out that the wizard of oz is her father um through some circumstances um sorry massive spoilers if you are planning on watching it oh, at no, some I've, point I've, I've we've, had, we've had years <laughs> to see this so yeah. you know um um turns out that actually she was a good person all along. It just turns out that her um, her headmistress or head teacher um, was basically working with the Wizard of Oz to um, do some things that she didn't like. So they branded her um, wicked, basically, and then that set up the events for um, for the Wizard of Oz. Um, like the tornado that ki- that picks up, um, oh, I've, I've forgotten her name, um, but the tornado that picks up Dorothy, that's it, that picks up Dorothy. Yep, that was created by um, by her, by the head, by the head teacher, um, and basically killed um, Alfie's sister in order to draw out Alfie to be captured by the Wizard of Oz and his forces, basically. Yeah. So that was that. Um, you could tell that the um, Wizard of Oz was a fraud right from the beginning. Um, I have a clock that he was a fraud from when I saw him behind that's the massive screen and stuff like that. Um, 
And the one good thing that Glinda, Glinda did was say, enough's enough. Um, imprison the headmistress uh, after, you know, all that time of her fuckeries. And then uh, told the Wizard of Oz to leave or be exposed. So he left. Um, turns out that the water that was apparently the weakness of uh, the Wicked Witch of West was just nothing by myth. She actually survives and then goes off into sunset with the Scarecrow, who turns out to be the love of life and basically the boyfriend of Glinda, who didn't really love Glinda, but Glinda sort of made it that way. Yeah. Um, but actually, his true love was always um, Alf- Alfie, the Wicked yeah. Witch of the West. So, yeah, Wicked uh, is sick and, 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 and the songs are amazing. The songs are really good. The songs are really good. So... Um, just to break down a little bit more, it just like I said, it's a bit of a background, or not background, it's a bit of a prequel as well because it does tell you the events of you know how the how the lion came to be a coward, how the scarecrow came to be alive without a brain, or whatever the case is, mm. and how um the Tin Man came to be. So just real quick, um, we'll start off with the with the cowardly lion. So in a show, it turns out that animals a lot all over. The Kingdom of Oz were once able to speak, but the wizard didn't like that. So the wizard made animals like goats and lions incapable, goats, monkeys, lions, incapable of speech. Um, Glinda didn't like that, so um, saved them. So that's why she gets the fly monkeys, for example. Um, she saves the Cowardly Lion, in inverted commas. The Cowardly Lion is, is actually a very, very young cub when she meets them. Um, someone from, you know, the people trying to clamp down on talking animals brings the lion into the into the school. Um, she uses magic to save the save the lion, but the lion's constantly scared. So, and they blame the Wicked Witch of the West for that, Alfie for that, but actually that's not the case. The, the lion is obviously frightened or has been made cowardly, in inverted commas, by other people, not the Wicked Witch of the West. So that's one. Two, the scarecrow. Um, the scarecrow was originally, like I said, uh, Glinda's boyfriend slash fiance. Um, didn't really feel that way about her, but you know, he kind of had. He, he was kind of like coerced to do it, forced to do it, basically just by you know peer pressure. So um, he ends up being the captain of of the Woods of Oz's guards. Um, he helps. He helps Alfie escape. Um, they later capture him and basically put him on. Uh, I don't know what they call it, but I'll, put, I'll say a cross. But whatever, whatever that, that they end up finding the scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz on. That's what he's on to get his flesh pecked at by birds, his eyes gouged, all that stuff. So basically, Alfie made a spell to say, "Don't make him die. If he gets pecked, it shouldn't hurt him." That kind of thing. So obviously, he became a scarecrow. So that's how the spell sort of backfired in a sense. Yeah. All all spells, all the spells backfire anyway. Um, and then you have the Tin Man, who was someone who initially loved the um, loved Glinda, the Good Witch, but Glinda had eyes on someone else. So instead, um, she told the Tin Man, well, before the Tin Man became a Tin Man, she told him to um, basically go on a date or invite um, Alfie's sister, who was at that time a cripple, um, she was in a wheelchair, uh, to the to the ball. Sister falls in love. Alfie's sister falls in love with um, with uh, the Tin Man before he becomes the Tin Man. Mm-hmm. Um, after she's able to walk again because of the shoes, the the, pick, the red shoes that you see in the Wizard of Oz, that, those are the same shoes that allowed her to walk again. Yeah. Um, again, a spell cast by Alfie. Um, she ends up losing 
um, losing that guy who she really loved, but that guy didn't really love her again because also that guy was only true love was Glinda the Good Witch, and Glinda was like, "Oh, I don't want you. I want this guy." Yeah, like I said, Glinda's a basic bitch. Um, <laughs> ends up, oh, terrible. So, um, ends up dying um, by being I can't remember. I can't remember exactly if he got stabbed or something like that. Um, but he basically ends up. Oh no, something happens to his heart. Um, there was a spell that she was reading to sort of make her make so. No, so again, Alfie's sister, the cripple, who can now walk, read a spell to capture his heart to make her heart hers. The spell backfired, and he basically didn't have a heart. So, Alfie creates a spell so that he wouldn't die, basically, or he wouldn't he wouldn't need to have his heart. So then he became a Tin Man, someone without the heart. Mm. Um, so that's how the Tin Man came to be. So it's a nice origin story, basically. Yeah. Um, and I do, I do highly recommend it. Um, singing is really good. Um, dancing is is amazing. The storytelling also is is incredible. So um, I, as I give it, I give it a three piece. Um, only thing I did like about it was during the singing, um, I, I couldn't hear all the words because of um, some, I guess, annunciation mm. um, where you couldn't hear words properly. Um, so that was that's what that's my only gripe of it, but I really enjoyed it. Um I watched it at the Apollo Theatre, um, which is near um which is in Victoria, so Victorian Apollo Theatre. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I highly recommend to watch it. If you don't if you are a bit strapped for cash, there's an app called Tix Today, um T I X Today. Um that's where I got the tickets from. Um tickets range between twenty-eight to about 40 pounds um but it depends on the day um definitely get the app because that's how i was able to watch it otherwise i've been paying i guess 40 pounds or something or 50 pounds for mm. for a seat so if you are a thespian like myself definitely get the app um and then yeah get your free tickets um whether you watch it by yourself or with someone um that's completely up to you but i do highly recommend you go watch it i am that's what i've been up to calm all right that's a wrap hopefully we'll be on next weekend uh, i'll need to check my work schedule and check everyone's life schedule and uh yeah so martin thank you for joining me as always thanks for yep. listening to people uh if you've enjoyed the show share it listen to your friends give us a little itunes review um yeah and that's it for now martin say bye to the people all right people um just 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 to add apologies if i rambled too long um <laughs> i'm sure your ears i'm sure your ears must be hurting but uh all right everyone um catch you next time all right guys thanks for listening bye bye now